So cut loose for what the Chicago Tribune calls clever, quirky, green leafy fun. Grab your popcorn, turn down the lights, and get ready for... Veggie Tales from Big Idea Productions. Sunday morning values, Saturday morning fun. Wherever videos are sold. Gotta be Hey there. Get into it. We're getting into it. Our lovely friend the crickets are joining us tonight. Our lovely friend the crickets. You wanna hear my impression of a cricket? Um, yeah, you're an amazing one. God. Yeah. So let me let me tell the people. Let me tell the people, okay? For the people. That's Danny right here live doing that with his mouth. And like this isn't he and add that in later. Like I'm a hundred percent serious. Like it's, you, it's you've never sounded more sarcastic. It's fre- I know, and that's what's so hard. Is like is I'm not like it, it yeah. freaks me out when I it, first it heard them do that. Talent. Yeah, it's my one talent is that, and I love when I'm in like a new group of people and they've never heard me do it before, uh, and then like something just gets real quiet and I can just whip that out and people people go crazy and it's just whistling, but it makes people so happy. Uh, and I can't remember the last time I managed to make anyone happy because boy, let me tell you, I am just a train wreck. I I'm really thought a, you were going to say, I'm just a tramp. I'm just a tr- No, then I would be making people happy if Fair I was at enough. least strutting it around town, letting it get a little loose. Get a little loose. A little loose in the front, a little tight in the back. You know what I'm saying, folks? I don't know what that would even mean. <laughs> it sounds like innuendo. Sounds gross. It sounds like innuendo, but it doesn't make sense conceptually. Mm-hmm. At any rate, folks, uh, welcome to The welcome. Pants Are Too Tight. Best name for a podcast ever. I'm Molly. And I'm Danny. And we we're are back, baby. We're back. We took a little break, oh. an unannounced, unplanned little break. An unannounced, unplanned little break for emotional distress reasons. But don't you worry about a thing, because Danny and Molly are here, and they are going to soothe your ears for your morning commute, mm-hmm. your night commute, those scary walks you take at one in the morning because you just want to flaunt your male privilege and you just like taking walks at night. And then every time you tell someone about this, they go, "Oh my God, I could never. I'm a woman. We're always told not to walk at night." And then you go, "I'm sorry for doing it, but in my." defense in exchange for doing it a bunch of deer have run at me and i'm always scared i'm gonna have to punch a deer and i always think to myself do you have the internal strength to do it and i know i don't i know that as soon as some deer teeth started flying mind you i don't even know if my fist could knock out a deer's teeth but i know as soon as some deer teeth start flying i'm gonna freak out because i have a visceral reaction to deer teeth because of the tv show gravity falls where the scary man bill cypher shows up and he whips out a deer's teeth nasty they showed it to me on the disney channel they said it was good for kids but it was not alex hirsch is a liar but also a talent well we do love a talent in this home um but we're back uh we're here for you guess who just got back today Molly, them crazy cats who had been away? No. It's boys. The boys? Yeah, because then later he goes, man, those cats are crazy. Yeah. I fucked up. I'm sorry, Thin Lizzy, and um, not so Thin Lizzy. Fun fact, Thin Lizzy was that song. Yeah. The boys are back in town. Uh, One of young Molly's favorite songs of all time. Oh, I know, because I inherited your iPod shuffle. You did, and that was definitely up there in most places. That was, oh, it was I had a little dance. It was great. That, and um, You Spin Me Round. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was also preloaded on the iPod for me. Now, when you say, do you mean the you spin me, me right around the Yes, right which is why like sixth grade Molly David. was yes. infuriated when the song Right Round by Flo Rida came out um, because everyone was like, oh, this song, blah, blah, blah. And like young Molly wasn't well versed in hip hop or anything. So like I didn't really know like sampling songs was a thing. Um, but I was just like, this is literally like 
his cover of this song. Like he's yeah. just taking part of the song and none of all of you like this and none you, of you know the original song. And I was like, but I do because I'm a weirdo and this was on my dad's computer. So I put it on my iPod. You really are like an old man who got angry when they used to oh, sample yeah. songs. You know, just the two of us was a song before Will Smith did that rap. Yeah. Well, that was a popular um, angry thing for me that year because yeah. the Jonas Brothers, a little bit before that, had come out, The Kids of the Future. Which and is I not was The like, Kids of America. Exactly. I'm like, The Kids of America, folks. And I'm like, The Jonas Brothers, I talked about this in the other one, yeah. like, they just steal songs, which I apologize to the Jonas Brothers now. Yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah, Young Me had like a real problem with that. And like, yeah. I do a little bit still. But it's not quite the same. Well, let me just say, before we get into the main topic, I have one last note here, which is that I can't believe Fox News never tried to pull some crazy bullshit. They never tried to go like, they're taking America out of the songs and singing about the kids of the future. You you know they must have. Somebody Google that for us if that happened. As if Disney is not the most, you know, people-pleasing. America's not bad. Don't question it. Here's the Muppets doing Paul Revere. The Muppets. What? What kings of kings? Oh, see, now all I'm see, thinking about is our, our friend Becky. I don't know if she still listens to the show, but I know she's terrified of puppets. Oh, she's so terrified. She's so scared of puppets, and we bother her with them so much. And It's I, one of our all-time favorite hobbies, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, my favorite hobby, Molly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, well, I, it's an odd hobby. Hobby Lobby? Oh, no, I don't support them. Their business is, is whatever, but honest to God... Um, their, their moral values. I just don't agree with, I got a $15 gift card to Hobby Lobby as a present from a friend once. Mm-hmm. And I thought like, well, I'll go there and I'll spend the gift card because the corporation already has the money, but I've, I've just never been to Hobby Lobby. There's not one around here. I, I was going to say, I've only heard of it. I've yeah. never actually personally seen one. Well, my friend lives kind of far away. So when she gave me the, the gift card, it was like, Ugh, you know, like I'm, I'm Are sorry. they bad? I don't know anything about that. Well, no, Hobby Lobby, I think they were the people who just very conservative Christian didn't want to give their employees, uh, Access to birth control. And oh. were, that's the corporations have people. Is is Hobby Lobby? Uh, corporations are people. Oh. And then they were also like smuggling artifacts into oh. the country to sell them. Is a very strange weird. news story. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like Chick Fil A. It's that level of I don't want to support them. Weird. I had wanted to talk about on the podcast. Yeah, but it has. There was completely some, slipped my some mind. Some minor correction from three episodes ago. I've been meaning to tell people. Yeah, I had and I've just totally too. forgotten it. But I'll tell you what, folks. Um, I, I do want to tell you this weird thing, Molly, about me. Yes, and yeah. it's my hobby. It's my yes. weird hobby. It's not scaring Becky with puppets. Although, Becky, if you are listening, I swear to God, Molly and I are going to be outside your window with a full cookie monster. She's going to be working the right hand. I'm going to be working the left and the mouth. And you know what we're going to be doing, Molly? Nom nom cookie. Nom nom uh, cookie. No, but... <laughs> C is for cookie and that's good enough for me. There's a moment in the most recent James Bond movie where there's this new guy called C who's like M's new boss and M doesn't like him. And, you know, it's like the joke of like M and Q and C is the new guy. And then M goes, well, now we know what C stands for. And they're British, so you think like, ooh, scandalous. They're using that bad word. And then he goes, careless. And you oh. go like you go like oh you're an old man that was so that was so edgy for half a second no Bond movie's ever gonna use that word of course yeah, that's not painful yeah but anyway uh, my weird hobby Molly um, my weird hobby which I do not practice in lobbies it's just that sometimes I really like to talk to tomatoes what yeah I know th- uh, this is absolutely true Molly I talk to tomatoes and sometimes Molly a squash can literally make me smile wow you know what Danny yeah. it's funny you say that because I actually like to waltz with potatoes up and down. The produce aisle. Really? Well, yeah. Molly. It, if I'm feeling a little crazy, I will. You, I'll do yeah. it down the meat aisle. But We've got a show for you. 
Yes, boom, we boom, do. Boom. Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales. You know the song. Yeah. Great um, song. Yeah, great today's song. episode about of the pants are too tight is all about Veggie Tales. Yes. Now, uh, Veggie Tales rather a general topic. Uh, for us to go into, we could probably do in the future individual episodes on aspects of VeggieTales, yeah. segments of Which the franchise. Maybe we will. And if there's anything we don't cover about VeggieTales that you'd like to hear us either cover or cover more in depth in the future, yeah. let us know in the comments or the send us a message. You know, yes. we now, always check in. It's occurred to me that we've used some rather inappropriate language up at the top of the show. Our podcast is marked explicit. It always yeah. is explicit. If you're a child who's accidentally clicked on this and you were just coming here for some VeggieTales chat, I'm sorry, man. But VeggieTales is a, is a children's show. But I think we should open up just as a general opening thought. Okay. VeggieTales has this weird thing. And I was very recently, I was talking to some people. Uh, don't worry, I'm not breaking quarantine. I don't have a virus or anything. I was, I was speaking to people uh, remotely. I was speaking to some people. And we were all talking about VeggieTales, right? And and I just started, like, as a joke, I made a reference to VeggieTales. And then one of them went, oh, my God, I love VeggieTales. And the person next to me in the, in the, in the chat was, like, all about, like, this one s- song uh, from the Jonah Jonah movie, they did yeah. a VeggieTales movie later, and he like he over over you can't do a a sing along over Zoom very mm-hmm. famously, but he was like wailing this Jonah song, yes. and like I like it's like the two boxes are here, right? Everyone is talking, and this this guy was just fucking belting this. But the point is, as he should be, yes. Um, but wait, the point ahead. is, in this experience and in every other time I brought up VeggieTales, there is always this moment in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Where someone says the phrase, I never realized it was about Jesus. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's a great in, in like entry point. Yeah. I think we should give a little bit of our background with VeggieTales because I do think that's important. Um, we should clarify that um, we probably watched way too much VeggieTales <laughs> as children and yeah. we certainly watch too much VeggieTales as adults. Um, we had many VHS tapes of VeggieTales and we were incredibly excited when that movie Jonah Was a Prophet came out, oh. but we were not watching for the religious content. No. I don't really know how VeggieTales even got introduced to our lives. Yeah, I, we're n- we didn't grow up in a... I mean, we had religion in our household. Our mom is, is Jewish, but really not practicing. It's more of a cultural heritage. She's agnostic, but like yeah. randomly... She chooses to. She's something. Look, if she has yeah. no official religious tie. Yeah, and we have to say that for tax purposes. And uh, <laughs> our father was a Catholic, but like, but like we weren't like not strict. No, it wasn't like, and definitely not socially either. Like we're no. not from a conservative family. No, we're all pretty much means. hippies. Like our uh, parents. Well, are... our extended family, yes, but our our house is our household isn't conservative no, and not we slightest. were never we never went to like church every week or anything no, like that we weren't even i actually really... personally tried to get that to be a thing yeah and it didn't happen yeah. um but we went to ccd for a time i i you Danny finished quit. I, quit. I finished yeah you finished our other I, brother I went all the way through did he finish yeah he finished i, I didn't was remember his him uh, finishing. sponsor at oh. his confirmation well that's nice i i quit and pretty early Danny's on. Danny's not religious, and no. I am. Yeah, um, and that is the friction that will eventually destroy the podcast. Yeah, but, no. Uh, so, it's what's going to bring So us the VeggieTales brainwashing worked on one of us, didn't work on the other one. I'm sorry. 
to Mike and uh, and Phil, the creators of VeggieTales. I'm deeply sorry you missed one. See, but here's what I, uh, you know, maybe I'll, this is part of it. So you don't realize, yes. right? Like you said. Oh, you real quick. For anyone who doesn't know, VeggieTales was a series of direct-to-video <laughs> animated shorts. So th- each of these videos would run like an hour. They were yep. CGI animation in the late 90s and early 2000s. They stopped for a time. They're back again. But uh, th- And there's been numerous spinoffs and productions over the years. But they were animated comedy videos that were almost like a variety show. It was like there was one main yeah. story per tape. And mind you, these were real VHS tapes. The last one that went to VHS tape, I believe, was the Larry Boy one. And that it was like 2007, they did another Larry Boy. And that was the last one that was on tape and DVD. Uh, And then after that, it was all DVDs. But the point is, you'd get a VHS tape. It would have one main story. And the way it would start is they would sing a song. You know, if you like to talk to tomatoes, they would sing the VeggieTales theme song at you. Yes, it's a bunch of talking vegetables. Yes, I don't know they they have no hands. They just have eyes. It was probably a lot easier to animate that way. And so, you know, you'd start on the countertop in the kitchen and Bob the tomato, who's the smart guy, and Larry the cucumber, who's the goofy one, they would tell you a story. They'd be like, this is the story of of, uh, Abraham. And then they would cut to... The VeggieTales characters, because mm-hmm. there was a whole cast, cut to the characters in like Bible time clothes in a different environment. They would sing songs. They would tell you the Bible story. Sometimes the story wasn't from the Bible, but it well, was like a, an adaptation. Yeah, so I think that's where a lot of the confusion uh, or the missing of the religious element comes in is that there's a lot of VeggieTales movies that just, and definitely a lot of the more popular ones, that just are stories that are clearly based on either Bible stories or a moral lesson. But like, you know, for example, Larry Boy is a, a movie about a superhero. Yeah. And it takes place in just regular times. But there's, you know, the point of Larry Boy is to not spread rumors. And, you know, there's like the moral undertone. Or sometimes it's like we take biblical characters names and we just give them to people in the story. Sure. Like um, Mr. Nezer works yeah. at the chocolate fa- runs a chocolate factory. And that's based on Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah, like, from the Bible. Yeah. So. You know, so there's things like that. Yeah. From the Bible. The Bible, but then there were these little segments, like Danny was saying, and the big, the best one, yeah. the main thing was silly songs with Larry, yes. the cucumber, where Larry would come out and sing a silly song. Yes, and he'd sing a song to you, and then it would it, that would finish, and they'd go back to the main story. The main story was done. Bob and Larry would be on the counter, and they would tell you the moral. They'd be like, "You see, kids, just like, uh, just like Larry Boy, you have to stop vicious rumors. Don't spread lies." And now we go to Qwerty, and they would go over to this '90s computer named Qwerty, which is it's what the, the first line of a keyboard and then they would say hey qwerty it's time for today's you know bible quote yes and the computer would sing we know that god's word is for everyone everyone. now that that our song song is done we'll take a look look. and bob maybe the hated this song yeah i love because he would always try to talk and then everyone would be singing over it and it was a good bit but i I love this i do actually appreciate that like even though the song had god in the name and was like clearly a kind of serious thing i do like that one of the characters was allowed to be annoyed at how long the song took that's funny but the point is Mm -hmm. then QWERTY, the computer would bring up a Bible verse. It would be like, John, 3ZXT, and you must love the Lord, or whatever. And Bob would read it, you know. And then mm-hmm. uh, and then they would, Bob would look straight down the barrel of the camera and say, remember, God made you special, and he, and he loves, loves you, you very, very much. much. And then it would do a little ding, ding, and then it would fade out in credits. Yeah. And so that's Every Tales is like that. 
Right. And sometimes instead of a silly song, there's a sketch, but it's pretty much always a song. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, sometimes the stories were, were more directly from the Bible. Like Molly said, sometimes they would just take a Bible name. Sometimes right. they had fuck all to do with the Bible. They were just a moral. I felt dirty saying fuck while talking it did, about the it, it, it was a little weird. Ooh, maybe <laughs> I should go back and bleep that. I don't know. Nah, energy to edit this podcast. Point um, is, um, so VeggieTales was incredibly popular. Yeah. Um, which is something that rarely happens with a directly religious thing. Thing. It well, doesn't always hit the culture so big. Like, you know, like those God's Not Dead type movies. Right. Those are popular in church basements and in group screenings where they sell a block of tickets to a church. Right. But they're not, you know, they're not up for Oscars. They're not well, they're not beloved. I think that Veggie Tales, not that it was disguised, but almost the fact that it was so willing to come out and be like, hey, we're religious. But th- that's the thing is I think people forget it was or didn't realize it was because even though they were talking about God it was like kind of always very generally like you say brainwashing but I do feel like the only brainwashing was that God loves you and he made you special like that doesn't feel that of all things oddly doesn't feel brainwashy to me but it's not that's not what I mean is like it was never like a and if you don't believe in God you're going to hell or like any there wasn't the dark element of it it was really just kind of based around love and doing the good thing or don't lie or you know be nice to your friends The, the only one that might have been a little bit like the the only time where they might have not censored the Bible very much was there's this one video that's like Larry and the sumo wrestler and it's about Larry mm-hmm. being a silly sumo wrestler and he fights a giant like I don't know it's like a squash or a pear yeah. or something it's a it's a giant vegetable and it waddles into the room and it's like I'm a sumo wrestler and then Larry's like I'm doing a Rocky parody and then you know. But in the middle of the episode, instead of a silly song, they tell you the story of St. Patrick. And the story of St. Patrick is narrated by this uh, Indian stereotype character from the movie. Khalil. Khalil was from the movie Jonah. And he is just... He is just a white man doing an Indian accent, but he's also a caterpillar, which is strange because no one else is an animal. Because his father was a caterpillar and his mother was a worm. Or his mother was a caterpillar and his father was a worm. Whatever. The point is, Khalil... For some reason, the only character that's not a vegetable or fruit starts uh, telling you the story of St. Patrick, and it's animated in the style of South Park. Yes, and I watch this every St. Patrick's Day. She loved this video. I love it because it's the best telling of St. Patrick, and while some of it isn't entirely accurate to the story of St. Patrick, I I don't think there's any soccer. Love it. He keeps playing soccer as like a running gag. It's just it. like the origin of like where he yeah. lived and when exactly he was taken he as like a the slave was a little Ireland. different. But I love that so much. It, I watch it every St. Patrick's Day, really. It gets me in the St. Patrick's Day mood. Wait, I had a good bit about St. Patrick driving the snakes out of Ireland and I was going to tie that back into my my ex, the big vegetable. But that's that's such a reach, Molly. But you know what they say? Really sometimes sometimes when you reach, Molly... You grab a hold of something solid. That's a lie. It's always a stretch and I hurt my back. The point is, Mm -hmm. uh, this story of St. Patrick, I feel like they were allowed to say hell in that one. I feel like they said hell. And maybe I'm imagining You know what? I do think 
Or maybe damnation. They said no. One of those. I think there is hell in there, but I don't remember where it is or what. I think it's something to do with they just say the word at some point. I ca- I could be misremembering, but the point is, VeggieTales was always very clean, very for kids. They do the story of Abraham without him, uh, uh, without God telling him to murder his son. You right, know? and there's Instead, no hating of the gays or anything like no, that. No, it's never very hateful. I mean, the guy from Duck Dynasty was in one of the later ones, and that is hateful enough. But they probably didn't know at the time. The point is. Uh, Veggie Tales was was so entertaining to us as kids. We watched these things all the time. We had a million of these tapes. I feel like they were just given out like candy. I, well, it was, I think it was that's great. the big thing is that they were funny. It was like a religious yeah. thing, but it was genuinely funny because yeah. they these creators truly understood what is comedy to children. And it yes. didn't matter if you threw a religious tie in there because at the end yeah. of the day, it was funny. And yes. vegetables trying to do things without hands. It was so fourth wall breaking, yeah. too. And may I say that um, that as far as early uh, early independent computer animation goes, mm-hmm. the fact that they ever got the funding to make this, the fact that they ever, uh, you know, got it to look as good as they did. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. Um, like just early 90s like they they were making these things on computers that actually looked like that giant clunky qwerty yeah. uh, character like literally that's what and that computer looks, looks like good like it aside good. from the the pilot for which lack is, of a better yeah. word which is creepy um it's not actually creepy it's just like a little bit creepy they don't have larry the cucumber figured out yet he's like southern and has a weird accent yeah. or like you know it's just weird but um like that one looks a little bit odd but the rest of them look really good I mean, we're not talking yeah. Pixar, but like, no, but honestly, for what they're like, it never bothered they me. They always look a couple years behind Pixar, yeah. which in the '90s is is incredible for the amount of money. Let they me have. say this: yeah. every Veggie Tales looks a million times better than Hoodwinked. Ooh, don't even talk about Hoodwinked. Hoodwinked is a film where if you close your eyes and listen to it, you'd imagine the greatest movie ever made and then because you the, open them. the script is good. The acting is pretty good. The songs are good. The jokes are solid. And the only thing about Hoodwink that doesn't work is every single frame of the movie because yeah. it's ugly as ass. See, I that's a lie. Asses can be pretty. I'd like <laughs> to apologize right now on behalf of all uh, 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 people who have a prejudice against asses. I'd, I'd like to just say sorry. I well, as much as I love Hoodwinked as as much as I loved Hoodwinked as a kid. Yeah. I, it did not hold up at all for me as an adult, and it was really heartbreaking. Yeah. So if you liked it as a kid, like do yourself a favor, don't rewatch it; it'll break your heart. Live with the memories. but that, like, I don't have that with Veggie Tales. Like when I see something Veggie Tales, I You're genuinely like, this is laugh. Okay. Yeah. And I'm a freak guy, so um, if you don't know, if you haven't listened to our episode about dark nursery rhymes, um, really? then you don't know. And if you have, you can remember. Um, I am obsessed with children's songs, which sounds creepy, and maybe it is, but like. Something about children's songs really brings me joy. And hey, uh, guys, this is Danny just piping in here. Um, this this girl's crazy. Like, yeah. I don't want to be a dick, but like, I'm obsessed with children's songs. Fucking Batman villain in the making. Boys. Okay, <laughs> Batman villain in the making. Yes, I am. But no, I, I like children's songs. I think they're funny. I really love the Veggie Tale songs. I think they're genuinely funny and they're catchy. And I'm weird. And I one time from the library rented every, <laughs> and this wasn't like high school i think um <laughs> i rented every single one of the cds they had for veggie tales i got it yeah. in her loan library to get all the ones in the branch yeah. and i loaded them all into my computer and i had every veggie tales song ever and i have seen a lot of veggie tales but i haven't seen them all especially the like later ones because i was older 
But I discovered some even like more jams that weren't classics to me. So things I could find funny without even ever having seen them, such as Where Have All the Staplers Gone? Yeah, that's a good one. There's an Office Supplies musical that's all like, it's a romantic, Where have all the staplers gone? What happened to our paper clips? The ballpoint pens are gone again. The sticky pads have lost their stick. Like, that's genius. I can't believe... You know, I'm not just the most popular person in the world because I can do an opera performance of a VeggieTales song. Like, I should be a hit. You should Why be. don't people like me? I'm fun. I'm sorry. I'm crying right now. The point is, ladies and gentlemen, but VeggieTales. Oh, I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen and others. I don't want to be right. Everyone. exclusive. Yeah. People esteemed of all guests. genders. Esteemed guests. Blair Armani call... taught me esteemed guests. That's a good one. I like that. I've been saying folks because I like the Looney Tunes. But Blair Armani also told me folks. Esteemed guests is good. She I also, like what did she tell me? Um... I like friends, saying, enemies. I think is another one. Friends, Romans. Uh, we we should do kids. Like we're always talking about kids. Like, yeah, hey kids, it's your old uncle. Fuck whatever. I don't know. I Look, always say kiddo. Never Kiddos. name your uncle. Fuck whatever. If you have uh. a choice of what your uncle's named, give him a better name. Call him Billy. But the point, point is, is, their songs are great. Like they're funny. If yes. you like comedy songs, Look, they're not quite Phineas and right Ferb levels. No, we can't no, say they're as good as not, Phineas and Ferb. Not even kind of. But they are solid, and there's funny ones, and they're they stick with you. They from do, childhood, and there's you know? nice, there's cute ones too like for lessons for kids like i can be your friend is a cute song about yeah. how you should be friends with anyone no matter what they look like or what they like and that's a good one yeah. um over the credits of this episode i we normally don't declare what the end song is going to be and i know i said credits even though there's never any credits yeah listen i've decided now i'm going to record a cover of mr lunt's song cheeseburger okay so and, I really thought you were going to say the song that goes over the credits. Oh, no, 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 because there's no credits to see. So the jokes in that song don't really work as well. You know, the the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything, that movie has a song that goes over the credits, and it's called This Is The Song That Runs Under The Credits. Has nothing to do with, with the, the movie you just saw. Point yeah, is, good one, good one. Uh, it, it's a good song, but no, I'm going to record, uh, I'm going to see if I can find an instrumental, and if not, I'll just do it over a beat and some, some light piano. But uh, I'm going to do a cover of Mr. Cheeseburger? cheeseburger yeah i mr the cheeseburger song is probably the most classic in my opinion of the songs i know at least in our household it was the biggest hit um we love it it's one time when larry isn't the one singing the silly song it's mr lunt the uh what is he a, he's a gourd um of some kind i think <laughs> well, maybe that's what i should a start lunt. Calling he's a lunt who, people who cross me you're such a gourd um how could you say that to me i'm fragile is weird for a lot of reasons and i don't know exactly where you wanted to go with this episode danny because there's just so much to touch on but one of the strangest things about veggie tales for me is that they did like you know well first of all they had the live show like that yeah. they that was a big thing there was a touring show there yeah. was merchandise there was well well what i would like to tell you I don't know how familiar you are with the backstory of VeggieTales, but I would like to give you my own brief history of VeggieTales. Yes, give me one this, moment. Oh, please. Just no, finish, based on the live it. tour, they put out an album that is a live album yeah. from a concert, my air quotes there. Yeah. You really pulled the, the Doctor Evil. Yeah, I did. A live show. So We're not hacky for doing a Doctor Evil impression, are we? That no. feels hacky. Danny's been so obsessed with Austin Powers this week. It's Next not episode even is funny. all about Austin Powers. I've been writing it like it's a YouTube video essay, and I might turn it into one because I've got a lot of free time on my hands lately. Um, but pouring myself a tall drink of non-alcohol. <laughs> they released this album. Um, 
called The Boys in the Sink. It's the... Uh, Wait, on that Zoom call, I realized finally what the joke was. Did you? Okay, because, okay, because real quick, in the VeggieTales universe, they start a boy band and they call themselves The Boys in the Sink. And the whole time I was like, that's not a very clever boys to men parody. But yeah. then I realized In the Sink is like In Sync. Yes. I didn't get that. I thought it was just oh, boys Danny. to men. Be I thought it was like, wow, they really dropped the ball on that yes, pun for a it's name. Boys in the sink. That's so funny. Because of in sync, and also, oops, I booped the mic. Um, boop. But also because the show opening and closing take place on a kitchen counter yeah. with a sink in the photo. They're vegetables. So, but it's this like they act like it's this live concert tour. And as far as I know, they didn't actually do one. But it's <laughs> no, there was a there was a live show at some theme park. I think. There was a live show, a but I don't maybe? think it was boys to boys in the. I sink. don't think it was boys in the sink. But theme. they have some real jams, and they do remixes of classic VeggieTales songs in boy band form. And I really love them. And my dream, if anyone is out there looking for to do a new VeggieTales live show once the pandemic ends and you need like a regular person, you know how like the costume shows always have like regular people who aren't in costume just dancing along with them. Please put me in it. It is my life dream to be in a live VeggieTales show singing and dancing to these songs. And I already have the moves. You're so sad. I am. I'm okay. so sad. Oh, I'm really glad I gave you that moment. Go ahead. Here's the history of VeggieTales. So there were these uh, these two guys. Uh, uh, oh, I believe their names are... You know what? I really should have looked them up. It's it's Mike and Phil. I remember that. I think it's Mike Narwaki. But I'm so scared I'm going to say it wrong. But the point is these two guys, they were computer animators back in the 90s, right? And uh, and they they wanted to I'm sorry it's Phil Vischer and Mike Nar, uh, Naraki N A W uh, it's Mike Naraki and Phil Vischer so the point is they wanted to create like some religious entertainment you know get kids doing good things with the morals and the Bible and all that stuff good for them well the thing is it was going to be candy. They, they did some CG models of like candy bars and stuff, but they realized that like that's not actually healthy. And this was around the time when like Disney stopped letting McDonald's make toys because, mm. you know, we had this whole anti fast food thing. Nowadays, Disney's right back to say, McDonald's. It lasted real long. They, yeah, it, it lasted for a good decade. The Incredibles 2 was the first Disney movie in a long time that had a promotional tie-in, which is interesting yeah. because The Incredibles was also one of the last few Disney movies that got that tie-in. Um, you know, it, it lasted That's for wild. Thank you for leaning in with a mouthful of cookie. So sad. You're welcome. Here we are talking about like, they wanted kids to eat healthy and you're like, the brainwashing worked on me because, hang on, let me get another Kit Kat. That's what made me think to eat my cookie. Anyway, I'm so glad you thought to eat during our podcast. The Babies point gotta is, eat. That was disgusting. I didn't like that you looked at me when you said it. Point is, we, we, we try not to make too much eye contact during this podcast because we both have terrible social anxiety, even among siblings. Uh, but I digress. The point is, and now she is just, just fucking giving me the stink eye while she noms down a cookie. Jesus Christ. This isn't going to be funny to the people who hear it. Anyway, Jerry. The point is, sometimes when I get flustered, I like to yell Jerry as if I was George Costanza. Isn't that wacky? Why won't anyone date me? The point is. They created these candy bars. They said, eh, we got to make it healthy. Phil Fisher and Mike Narwaki, they say to themselves, it's a V, not Fisher. It's Vischer. The point is, these guys, they love Jesus. They love kids. They love animation. So they create the Veggie Tales with, uh, with uh, you know, help from their, uh, their wives or whatever. And uh, they get the funding together to put out this video. It's a huge, enormous success. It makes plenty of money for them. They, they get to make movies and everything. 
Wonderful. However, after a certain point, they stopped being in control of the VeggieTales franchise. They stayed on as the voices of Bob and Larry um, for the uh, Netflix series VeggieTales in the House. Oh, yeah. Um, which uh, had a voice cast with like Rob Paulson and Tress McNeil. Like they got some uh, some serious talent behind it. But they weren't really, you know, they weren't running that show. They weren't writing it. It was just, you know, they they basically let DreamWorks make a show mm-hmm. as an adaptation of their characters and they stayed on as the voices, but they were not in charge. And uh they they had always been he- they'd always been hesitant to do things like that because in the early 2000s, I don't know if you remember this, but there was a time where VeggieTales was airing on television. Yeah. They took a lot of the animated VeggieTales segments, they chopped them up. And they, uh, not like vegetable chop up, but like they chopped them up. I know, I'm unbearable. That's good, that's I get, good. No, no, I get why I, I'm, I understand why I'm going to die alone. I just wish I didn't have to. The point is, Molly, uh, there, there's all these wraparound segments they animated for it where it's like the VeggieTales live in a house now instead of like on a kitchen counter. They're not vegetable size. They have homes. Oh, I should be clear. The vegetable counter was a set. It was not a real vegetable counter in the original VeggieTales. The kitchen counter. It's not. They're not called vegetable counters. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me get over to the vegetable counter. That's like a that's like a mistranslation of it like was, accountant. I was just doing one of those things where I was talking, but I was also caught in a stare, and just words yeah. were coming and thoughts She's, weren't going. Uh, sort of making deep eye contact with a cardboard cutout of myself. Uh, yeah. Years ago, I made a cardboard cutout of myself as a decoration for a party, and it's just been sitting in the corner. It's like a cartoon of me. It, you know what? Actually, look at the art for the podcast. Don't if you're driving, but it's the, I've drawn myself I'll the exact same way. I'll post a photo of it on the Instagram. Yeah, it honestly, it's like the same character. But it's got these w- dead white eyes that well, I just so got I. caught in. No, I actually do have dead white eyes on the podcast art if you've do ever you? looked. Yeah. And you have like little black dots for eyes, which I isn't do. true. You you have color in your I eyes. I do have you actually if anyone have the little black dots. I do for have eyes. very tiny eyes and I don't know why I kept drawing myself with vacant white eyes, but it's just a thing I do sometimes. Anyway. The point is uh, so in the early 2000s, they were airing VeggieTales on TV, but they were always cutting out the religious things. It was on CBS, and they were chopping out the religious parts. At the end, Bob the Tomato just goes like, goodbye. He doesn't say that God loves you, made you <laughs> special, whatever the hell. And, uh, God diapers your little bottom or whatever he says. He just looks at the screen and goes, goodbye now. And it just fades to black with that little doo-doo, that little How tone. How do they do their, what episodes were they doing? They, they were heavily editing these things. <laughs> and they had some new segments of the VeggieTales reading letters or whatever. The VeggieTales, like that's their name. It's like when people call them the Animaniacs. Their name's the Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Point is, uh, so they didn't like that. That was a bad experience for them. So they kept trying to keep the company independent. Things were not going great financially. They let DreamWorks make this TV show. But now they have sort of reclaimed the VeggieTales. And they're starting up a new series of VeggieTales where the VeggieTales are just ripping off the Muppets, not to frighten our our dear friend, the 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 puppet uh, fearer, <laughs> but uh, they're basically doing the Muppet setup where the VeggieTales are running a theater and they're putting on biblical plays and and all that sort of thing. You ever feel a cold emptiness inside that gets a grip of you and you just can't shake it? God, that was <laughs> dark. I'm sorry, just like mid sentence. Wow, Danny, I'm really worried about you. Why? Because that just the happened. beverage is non-alcoholic. <laughs> I made that very clear when I poured it. There are other kinds of problems, Danny. I wouldn't know. I'm doing great. Hello. I'm just going to talk like Javi Firestein. Is that uh, hacky? Is it hacky to do Firestein? Uh, Not Weinstein. Do you have any idea how many letters got sent to Harvey oh, Firestein? Oh, I know. You know, You're what, a monster. I, when I, I didn't know who Harvey Weinstein was until everything just happened yeah. with him. I had no idea who he was because I was a child and you don't read the names on movies as a child. And, um, you know, he produced Hoodwinked. Not even joking. 
Jesus Christ. Um, but I thought top. Harvey Firestein. I really did. And yeah. I was unsure why you then. You were like, I thought he was not interested in women. Why was I he... was just very confused yeah. all around. Um, anyway, VeggieTales. VeggieTales. So they have this show. Food mommy's where they're try- Is this the 2D animated one or is that what was no, on Netflix? No, they, they did. the No, there was no. The, the 2D animated one was just the Larry Boys. Those are the only ones that are 2D. On Netflix, they had a CGI series, but they were redesigned. So they had colors in their pupils and now they're back to Larry looking Larry Boys. And, oh, like the cartoon. There was a spinoff Larry yeah. Boy that was directed by Tom Bancroft. No, I thought that I saw something recently. I could. Molly. Let's not get into the weeds of I thought I saw something because nothing is less entertaining on a podcast than two people not remembering something. That's a lie. There's something much less entertaining. It's when I open my fat mouth. I'm Jesus kidding. Christ. The mouth is the only part of me that's not fat because it's hollow. All mouths are hollow. I'm going to say Jesus Christ as much as I can on this podcast. Oh, we should have performed Jesus Christ Superstar here in the choir. In the choir. Here in the choir. Here in the choir. I thought that would start a song, but it didn't. Sometimes you just belt one out and you got nowhere and to go with it. It doesn't catch. Is the VeggieTales show what you're talking about with the Muppets? Uh, I don't know what the title... I assume that would be the title of it. It's a new project from the original creators. Yes, that is it. Um, Okay, well, there's storyboards of it. I don't think they've finished the animation. The point is... Uh, VeggieTales has been this long-running franchise. It has had some merch. It's been, but it, you know, it's always kind of bubbled under the surface because it's yeah. religious. Well, it's this odd thing, like you said, where like everyone, well, you feel like everyone knows it. Yeah. But not everyone does. But when you find people that know it, it's very exciting. There's the yeah. popular meme that goes around, um, which you may or may not have seen, folks. There's a popular yes, meme. I'm using my adult on the internet voice. You sound um, like a news reporter. They call it they a call, meme. They call it a meme. <laughs> That's actually really good. I know. I, I should have been a news reporter. Um, anyway. Whether or so, not the Boston Strangler will return is up to Bob the Tomato. You may have seen news. the meme in question. It is a picture of Larry the Cucumber in a Towel. And it says, it occurs to me that not everyone thinks of the song, Oh, Where Is My Hairbrush from VeggieTales, when they are (laughs) looking for their hairbrush. And it's a very relatable meme because as someone who did grow up watching VeggieTales, very classic silly song is, Oh, "Oh, Where Is My Hairbrush? And that line is repeated over and over again. And it is really impossible when you're thinking, Where Is My Hairbrush? to not start singing that song. It's also impossible when you don't think that and you just mention a hairbrush that your mother starts singing, Oh, Where Is My Hairbrush? And it gets stuck in your head for 15 years. Um, anyway, um, but so there's this popular meme that is out there and you may have seen it. And if you've seen it and you know, VeggieTales, you're like, aha, I relate. And if you haven't seen VeggieTales, you're like, what the hell is that? And, yeah. But VeggieTales is great. And it, 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 I will say as a, as an objective non-religious person here mm-hmm. who doesn't have much stake in it, there is a lot of re- redeeming qualities to this show there's there is some real value there there are some really funny jokes uh for a kid's show there are s- some clever things that adults would enjoy oh yeah but i'm going to take a step back here molly's being enthusiastic go ahead if you're a grown adult who never watched veggie tales as a child you're not gonna get a lot out of it probably not you're gonna feel weird because you're like is this brainwashing and then you're gonna be like Everything has the same rubber texture because it's 90s CGI. Yeah. Like, it, I don't, rec- if you were an adult who, like, vaguely remembers VeggieTales, it's great to go back and watch them. But I'm just going to say that, you know, there's some things for kids that I would recommend to an adult right now, yeah. unironically. I would recommend Phineas adults. And Ferb. Phineas and Ferb is number one. Milo because Murphy's Law, number Milo two. Milo Murphy's Law is pretty great. I would recommend the, 
the whole Batman animated universe, the DCAU. The I'd Batman, recommend Superman, Big City Greens Justice after League. we've been watching that. Big City Greens week. is genius. Gravity Falls is genius. There's a lot of really great anim- SpongeBob SquarePants. The first yeah. uh, f- four seasons of SpongeBob are genius. And then the original creator left after the movie. Uh, and then he came back briefly before he tragically passed away. Yeah. But the, the point is, uh, you know, there's so much great stuff for kids that goes underappreciated. Because it it really works for everyone, you know. Yeah. Even the, even the original Muppet Show, uh, Becky, forgive me, but it, even the original Muppet Show is like a perfect thing that is for everyone, right? Uh, you you have a, a person Sesame in your Street. life uh, named Ronaldo. He's your boyfriend. I don't want to <laughs> don't want to get into it, but Ronaldo is a is a friend of mine outside of uh-huh. being Molly's boyfriend. Ronaldo. Ronaldo. He's a friend of mine outside of being Molly's boyfriend, and and he loves. Uh, he's just gotten really into the show Samurai Jack. He just finished it. And like he's ready to start it again. Like that is a show that is definitely for kids. No, okay, that is a show that's but... definitely for adults. Okay, <laughs> I, I watched so recently, I watched and I don't pop, understand yeah. how any child could have ever watched that. Recently, I saw that episode of the Powerpuff Girls where the guy shows up and his name is Dick, and the mm. whole joke of the episode is just tee hee hee. We get to say Dick, but I was getting uncomfortable. Yeah. at the number of times because his name, people remember. Oh, isn't it funny that his name is Dick? His name is Professor Dick Hardly. And that's the part that everybody leaves out. They're always like, oh, it's funny because they get to say Dick. No. Dick Hardly. His His name is Dick Uh, Hardly. He has a ponytail. He's voiced by the man who plays Johnny Bravo, Jeff Bennett. And he's not doing the Johnny Bravo voice. He's doing the dad from Dexter's Lab, who he also plays. He's doing that voice. So he's like, hey, you know, Saturdays are for dads, which is a line from a Dexter's Lab that very recently 13 animators all animated that line in sequence like 13 people reanimated just the clip of him mm. walking out saying saturdays are for dad is great look up the I saturdays remember that are for actually dads. um you remember saturdays are for dads yeah I do. that's the that episode of dexter's lab is like the last really great dexter's lab because i'd not to do a dexter's lab tangent but after the first three seasons uh the original creator left the show uh actually i think it's the first two seasons but on if you're on hbo max it's the first three whatever the point is the original creator, Gendy Tartakovsky, left so he could go do Samurai Jack, which is brilliant. And this guy named Chris Savino took over the show. And years later, it turned out Chris Savino was an absolute creep and a bad person and is canceled. But that's beside the point. At the time, he was just a guy who did some very subpar episodes of Dexter's Lab. But I will say that in that run of Dexter's Lab, completely unrelated to the creep working on it, there is a very funny short that is called A Dad Cartoon. And it is just Dexter's dad trying to wash the car. And it's really funny and really great. And it it is the one that has Saturdays are for dads, which is such a fucking bold. He's saying He's, that uh, really unlocks some like hidden memory yeah. in my life. It's um, a really funny short. And but then they did two other things that were called another dad cartoon. And it's like they're not as good. One of them is just the lengthy joke of he's going to play golf, but he does everything but hit the ball. He's like licking his finger to feel the wind and whatever. You know, not as good as Saturdays are for dads. Um. Yeah. Molly just let her hair down. I did. Uh, and she looks <laughs> she looks sort of like, uh, uh, how do I put this? You know at the end of a movie where like someone's gone through something stressful and they sit down at the prom and they, tie, they finally take their hair out of the bun and they take their shoes off and then the person walks over and it goes, rough night for you too, huh? And the person goes, yeah, I just, I don't know who I am anymore. And that's that's the vibe Molly's giving off right now. Yeah, I get that. Um, I get that a lot actually now. Um, <laughs> Do you have any idea how many words I say per minute? Because it feels like it's too many. Probably, probably. Um, back to Veggie Tales. I said to her, I'd like a cheeseburger. <laughs> um, I am not going to come out here and say that I think adults 
just on their own would probably enjoy it. But I do think if you were adults who had a child, it is enjoyable because I do remember like we watched so much VeggieTales because our parents did like to watch it. Like it's funny and it's honestly pretty aggressive for a TV show. Like there are a lot of jokes that are about just like people being tackled or like hit or like the threat of dying. Oh, and, like, I don't remember such violence in the Veggie Tales. There is, but it's funny. Like it's like you know cartoon comedy. You know what I remember from Veggie Tales? What I just had a sense memory of the. You were talking before about the the mean old guy, Mister Nezer, mm-hmm. who runs the chocolate, chocolate factory. factory. We work real hard, hard at, at the chocolate, chocolate factory. factory. Yeah. We start at eight, eight and, and we, we don't, don't get, get lunch till three. three. Yeah, so th- he's like a mean old man. He's supposed to be like King Nebuchadnezzar, and instead of having slaves, he he uh, he runs a chocolate factory and he's mean to his employees, which you know is the modern day equivalent of slavery. Listen, I'm just saying we ought to have True. unions. True. But um, he runs this chocolate factory, right? And he uh, <clears throat> he's like he has this voice. That I think about, Ooh. yeah, it's like it j- I just got a sense of memory. What are you doing here? That was really. It's good. like this guy. It's like a weird, like almost like he's a jazz musician. Yeah. It's like, hey man, don't hush my buzz. That is really exact. Danny's doing I, such a good Mr. Nezer. But impression. like he just, and then you meet his brother in a later episode, whose name is like Mr. Ken. As it's like, yeah, it's the other half of it. Yeah, it's like in his name is like it's not Mr. Nebby. I think I don't know. Well, the I don't point know is, what it is. You you meet his brother, whose name is also a variation on Nebuchadnezzar, and it's like he, he, his brother is also this guy, and they both sound like they should be the plant that eats people from Little Shop of Horrors. They both sound like Audrey too. You know? well, yeah, they do. They do. Feed me, Seymour. Feed me. They do. That is what it sounds like. Um, there's a lot of interesting. No characters. shit, Sherlock. I wish that he had just pulled that out in the middle of a Veggie Tales. I would have loved that. I would have lived. I for saw that. a middle school production of Little Shop of Horrors. Say Veggie Tales. <laughs> it was so awkward. The kids were just rolling around on stage because they don't have any fucking legs. So it's just <laughs> a kid in a blanket with Larry the Cucumber eyes on the front, just rolling around screaming "Barbara Manatee!" No, but um, <clears throat> I saw a middle school production of Little Shop of Horrors, and it was a little cleaned up. Not too much, but a little cleaned up. Uh, for kids sake but they did still end like act one with the plant screaming no shit Sherlock and the audience there was there wasn't so much a woo there was a oh <laughs> I don't know about that <laughs> meanwhile we just watched like the dentist smack his yeah. girlfriend and get high on nitrous oxide and the funniest part of this middle school production was that at intermission and I'm sure I've told this story before even on the podcast at intermission they had the three you know the three girls who sing the you know the, the narrators of the show those three mm-hmm. girls they had them come out and be like this play has violence don't do drugs peer pressure is bad Seymour is being peer pressured don't don't do things for money do things for good reasons but here's the thing is that if you're familiar with little shop of horrors all the bad stuff happens before the act break at at the act break seymour has murdered a man and fed him to a plant and he did it for money act two things get worse but seymour has already killed so like we're and we've already seen the domestic abuse and there was like a warning about that too. But they kept on the voices of like the now see here, we're nineteen fifties and we're real cool. And it was it felt offensive while they were doing mm. it. I don't want to judge they were middle schoolers. They were being told to do this, but it just felt like someone should have told them to lay Let off. Let me voice. be clear, and this is a story I must have told on here, and if I haven't, you're hearing it now. 
this middle school in question is not the most historically accurate or nice um, production company in the sense that they put on the show Annie. And there's, you know, a problem often in musicals in schools where they don't have enough parts for girls because there's a lot of male parts in shows, but there are a lot more female students that do the plays. And so they made some of the cabinet members of FDR's cabinet women, um, even though, you know, those parts were supposed to be male. And the people that made, put on the production, the adults, did not do their research. And they made Frances Perkins the only female member of the cabinet, the first female cabinet member ever. They made that one played by a boy. And uh, that was wrong. And I'm still mad about it. And I actually stood up in a middle school theater. I did not make a scene, but I stood up in anger and I did immediately sit down. Um, So for the record, if anyone's ever putting on Annie, you better make Frances Perkins a woman. Um, I yield my time. (laughs) <laughs> um, back to veggie if- <laughs> suck my dick and choke on it i yield my time fuck you francis perkins like you <laughs> that's your issue the world's yeah. on fire how yeah. about yours no the world's on fire everything's gone to shit nothing good is happening we're not seeing enough social change but you are still out there fighting for francis I'm, perkins. i'll be out here fighting for francis perkins every day of the week i should be yeah. careful i don't know the- let me be clear I don't know a lot about Frances Perkins. <laughs> I don't know what policies she endorsed. She could be a horrible what if, what historical figure for one. all I know. But she was the first. And damn it, the first female cabinet member should not be played by a man. What if she was the one who was like, hey, let's do internment camps? How are you going to feel then? By the way, um, I mean, we should we really be even celebrating FDR's administration? I mean, they did stick Japanese Americans in internment. Look, <laughs> internment I didn't camps. say we were celebrating him. Did he- you know some Italian citizens were also thrown in internment camps? It wasn't as widespread as the prejudice against Asian Americans, but like that actually did happen. There were Italian people because they suspected them of being spies well, for Mussolini. You know what? There, I not that I think it's ever right to put anyone in an internment camp, and I don't. I don't. Let You're going to have to edit this out. Molly, what are you about to say? It sounds so horrible. <laughs> no, I just feel like we often forget that the Italians were on the bad side of the war. Like, Oh! You know what whoa, I mean? Okay. Like, no, you know, like people you are like- You forgot that Italy was an Axis no, power. No, I don't forget. Oh, the I remember. The world is like, yeah. oh, Japan and then like Germany. And I'm like, and Italy, Mussolini was there. Like, but then like at the end, Italy was like, oh, like maybe we're not with them anymore. And then we we're all like, oh, Italy who? Well, it's also when you watch um, movies about the war, they never talk about the fact that like Russia pretty much defeated Germany. Like, yeah. it's always like, and the Americans came in at D-Day. And they, and they saved, saved the, the day. day. And then it's like, yeah, but like there's a reason we weren't the ones like capturing Hitler's bunker when he uh, killed himself in Ava Braun. Like, you know, it was the Russians who had them cornered. Holy shit, let's get back to Veggie Tales. I'd just like to say Frances Perkins was the Secretary of really? Labor. So, um, some of, she was, uh, at any rate, she was, you know, in that one. So maybe she might have been part of some of the discrimination against, uh, some people, but she, she, she oh was my the Secretary god, of Labor. talk about Veggie Tales. <laughs> okay, Veggie Tales. I love Veggie Tales. There I, are um, Veggie Tales VHS tapes in every church basement across America. That but is you a fact. probably have some in your home and you don't even know it. No, yeah, they did just kind of sprout up. Like we never bought them, they just so were always Veggie Tales became so big, this little, you know, independent group that they had a theatrical released movie, Jonah. And that yeah. was a pretty big feat. And I love Jonah. I was excited for it. 
Uh, we went to go see it in theaters. It was a pretty big deal. I will never forget when we got Jonah Was a Prophet on um, DVD for the first time. We watched it on that little TV. We had this little silver TV. It's probably the size of like, I don't know, like a six by six inch TV. You really have a uh, <laughs> I am. And we had, for some reason, moved the TV into my room and it was on the floor in my room, <laughs> out of our parents' room. And we watched this movie on the floor in my room. And uh, I will always remember that. Fond memory. But Jonah was a prophet, right? Ooh, this ooh. great movie, movie musical about the story of Jonah. Jonah was a prophet. It's just called Jonah. Okay, well, the song is Jonah was a prophet. <laughs> I couldn't remember. It's a great movie. I would say it's easily the strongest VeggieTales product out there i love jonah um we discovered that movie as children and we loved it because there are these three pirates that don't do anything and we were Um, lazy we thought they were so funny and they're like the kind of they're the comedic relief of the film and they're great they're hysterical um so we had the fondness for that and so then danny and i decided one day to randomly we were looking for something to watch we were joking around and we picked off the shelf the DVD of Jonah. And we are like, oh, we should watch this, LOL. Yeah. And then Danny looked at the back and he goes, oh, my God, there's an audio commentary. And we're like, why is there an audio commentary for this film? And then he was like, oh, my God, there's an audio commentary in character <laughs> with Larry the Cucumber and Mr. Lunt. And we stopped in our tracks and we knew what we were doing for the night. VeggieTales, the Jonah, the VeggieTales movie, Okay, look, the commentary is actually hilarious. It is the two creators. It, it is uh, Phil Vischer and Mike Narocki. I don't know why I have such trouble with those names. Uh, it's them in character as Mr. Lunt, who is this little Italian gourd who, in the commentary, they talk about how his accent is non... It's nothing. When they say he talks like Italian. this. They go, it, they're talking about authentic accents. And they go, that's right. And your accent is so authentic, Hispanic-Italian. And he goes, how dare you? <laughs> and his voice, he's just the these. It's like such a weird little it's guy. It's such a weird voice. I don't know what it is, but it's great. Please, I am extremely hungry. But I guess that I'll wait until 10. Because you're my cheeseburger. You are his cheeseburger. You got to save it for the end, I'm sorry, you're right. I can't blow out my voice. Um, But the point is, this commentary is actually very funny. It's two men who are clearly sharing a beer. And uh, just the one. With two straws in the end, like they're in an Archie comic. No, they're they're clearly getting a little fun with it. And they're laughing and they're talking about boiling puppies to make hush puppies. It's adorable. So they have a real commentary with these two men in their real life person personalities and then they were like you know what else we can do let's record an audio commentary after we recorded our regular one as these characters and it's very much the vibe of like me and danny at 4 a.m after we've been up all night like laughing about something and just completely losing our minds because it makes no sense but the bits they keep up throughout it it's a genuine piece of entertainment there's a couple good runners in there these guys aren't bad at improv and i will say that um that if you've never heard this commentary, I don't know how you would hear it. You, I guess you do just have to track down a DVD. Yeah. But I, uh, someone out there, some good citizen of the internet will find a way to upload just the commentary because it really is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. And we... I almost love that it's not blown up yet. I've heard like oh, one or two people yeah. talk about this. I've, it's not become a meme yet. I Maybe we'll make it one. Molly. But let us be clear. We were we were we've been knowing about this for years. We're just telling you about it now. Yeah. But we've known for years. This 
is the funniest thing out there. And I know it's true because we've <laughs> since shown it to people who don't watch VeggieTales yeah. and never really watched it as kids who also think it's hysterical. Except for one. We have one friend. We we had a couple friends over. We were making them watch this. I believe Becky was there, mm -hmm. uh, the the Muppet hater. Uh, we had several friends over. It was I think it was Becky. It was Alex, uh, who's also a friend of the show. Hi, Alex. Uh, Alex is such a delight. The point is, um, <clears throat> we were having them over, and then we had one other friend over. I don't think I, I don't th look. I'll say his first name. His name is Michael. Mm -hmm. I love Michael dearly. Michael is one of those people who's so cool, I'm always scared to talk to him because I think he's judging me. Uh, we had those three people over Love our you, house. We had Michael, Alex, and Becky. I know this is a lot of names for you to remember if you don't know them, but the only person who listens to this podcast is your boyfriend, Ronaldo, and he's a friend of mine, so he'll tolerate it. Point <laughs> is, we showed them this commentary. Becky was laughing. Alex had a, had a few chortles. Michael sat there stone-faced, and I swear to... Maybe I was picking up an imaginary vibe, but I swear to God, he looked like he wanted to kill us for making him sit there for 90 minutes and listen to a guy go, wire removal was invented for Roger I Rabbit. don't know how he felt about it. I can't speak he for him. Looks Some part of me feels so like angry. after the fact, he, he got it, so but angry. I don't know. I do remember that a little I bit. think maybe he was trying to be nice and be like, that was funny. Yes, let me no. go home. Okay, it's so four in the morning. It's not for everyone, and maybe it's not for you if we catch you off guard with it. It's definitely funnier if you've, <laughs> I think, seen the movie or no details. but either way, it's just fucking Michael, hysterical. And it's so grown up. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is, I don't know who this was for because one, what child is watching Veggie Tales and then is like, the oh, commentary? let me put on the audio commentary. Oh, now I've discovered there's an audio commentary hey. with Larry. Hey, you know who you're talking to, right? Yeah. You, and you didn't know, Danny, so. No, but to be fair, I did watch things with the commentary on as a kid and you'd make fun of me for it. Probably. I remember watching Star Wars with the commentary I on. I couldn't understand it. I'm like, you can't even hear what's going on in yeah, the movie. Yeah, and I'd be like, no, but this is interviews with all the people in the movie and they cut it together and George Lucas is there and he's talking about his creative process, but but they edit it all together and, and it, you know, because the Star Wars right. commentary is a As a kid, I didn't get it, okay? Yeah. I get it now. But I've, that's the point oh. is a lot of kids don't get that. Yeah. And if a kid was like, oh, the audio commentary. I don't want to listen to it with these like people I don't know. But I know Larry and Mr. Lunt. Let me listen to that one. Let me tell you, this is not for children. Like this is you're it's talking not about dirty. it's it's not dirty, let me be clear. But like cursing. it's about it's referencing things that they don't get. It's referencing There's some good bits. Some old movies and things yeah. like it's just it's for adults Molly, it was just adult men who wanted to do a bit yeah. and they put this on there it's like the easter eggs on the pixar dvds like Ugh. that's what this is this is for the people who another made another great and late fans. night adventure with 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 becky and i believe ronaldo yes becky was ronaldo. sitting there going through the easter eggs on the incredibles dvd pissing our pants at the kind of shit they hit on that everything but then we got to finding nemo and the Easter eggs were suddenly disappointing, and everyone's night was ruined. But Ratatouille had a couple good ones. There was the Pixar so many DVDs good ones. used to be fucking loaded with Monsters Easter eggs. Monsters Inc. had good ones. Monsters Inc. has some great ones. Go online, yeah. Google Pixar DVD Easter eggs. Get yourself a copy of The Incredibles. The Incredibles is the best one. I will put this my money on. This is why we still need DVDs. Fuck this streaming bullshit. <laughs> Fuck this illegal download bullshit. Okay, DVDs had bonus features, and we as a society have just decided, oh, I don't need them anymore. You don't know the joy that you're fucking missing out on. DVD games, that's a free fucking yeah. video game kids were getting hey, that we've just thrown out the window. Mal, because you said society, I'm picturing this as your Joker rant. Like This is my Joker rant. You know what's wrong, Murray? 
Do you see? They took away the DVDs, Murray. It's getting worse out there, Murray. I have a bookcase of just my DVDs, a full bookcase of just DVDs that are mine. And then we have a whole thing of them upstairs. DVDs are important to this culture, and I won't stand by while they disappear. what you could accomplish if you had an actual shelf of books. Fuck that. I'm going to walk over. Molly's going to fill like four minutes here. I'm going to run over to Molly's bookshelf of DVDs. I'm going to grab some of the ones that are still in the plastic. That she paid money for and has never watched. Some of them are movies that I just want to have in case I want to watch them. Because, you know, listen, you think DVDs are stupid, but until you experience a hurricane and the power goes out in everyone's homes around you, but not yours, you've got power, but you ain't got internet, what are you going to watch? Oh, nothing because I don't have internet or cable? But guess what? I got every DVD out there. Uh that's what you do. That's what, oh, oh, season DVDs no more. Guess what? What happens when Netflix takes friends off and it's not anywhere in between while this new streaming service is coming out and everyone's like, oh, how am I going to watch friends? Blah, blah, guess what? All 10 seasons on DVD. What, son? Uh. All right, I'm back. I'm sorry you guys had to hear Molly, but I'm too lazy to edit this part of the podcast. Uh, I'd also like to be clear. Some of these are gifts and I did not purchase them. Ahem. These are all DVDs which are still in the plastic wrapper from the store that we're sitting on Molly's bookshelf of DVDs, which I had to help her build. <laughs> you did. <clears throat> we did a good job. The, oh, thank you. It really was fun. It was we fun. should do more like puzzles. Okay, but when Let's I do a puzzle. But when Jordan and I put together the yeah. bookcase for actual books upstairs. I think upstairs, you mean Ronaldo. <laughs> Ronaldo. And when we put the bookcase together and upstairs, how will you refer it to did me, not go well. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, Michael. I don't think you listen to this show. I I don't listen to this show in the hot garbage. But if you are out there, Michael, I am scared of you and I am in love with you and I always have been. All right, here we go. Uh, Rugrats. Tales from the Crib. This, this was a gift. Three Jacks and a Beanstalk. Did I give you this? Who's giving you Rugrats? Maybe Nancy. Oh. Hi, Nancy. I Someone love Nancy. Someone gave me it as a gift. Nancy's so I'll fun. watch it. I'm actually about to go on a Rugrats kit right now, uh, kick right now. That's something I don't recommend adults revisit. Rugrats, terrifying. That's why I want to watch we it. We have Requiem for a Dream. Yes, was very excited to watch it, just having it. It's on my movie list. Sure it is. Gangs of New York, unopened. But not in the plastic. That's No, there's no plastic. It's just a sticker over the top that shows you that it's not been opened. A Few Good Men, plastic. It's on the list. That's why I bought it, because everyone always tells me to watch it, and I've never seen it. Ashton J. Kutcher's The Butterfly Effect. Also, something plastic. I was always told to see and never saw, Does so this I bought have a DVD it. DVD commentary? No, no, no. Oh, this is one of those Infinity films. Okay, real quick. Uh, I learned this because of Austin Powers. For a while, New Line Cinema was just putting things out in what they called Infinity film, which is just a way of saying there's bonus features. Like, Infinity film, which is hard to say, is just a, one of those pop up trivia tracks, but you can press play during the trivia track. So they'll say, like, we cut out a few moments from this deleted scene or whatever the fuck. And then you press play and it'll show you the deleted scene in the middle of the movie along with a pop-up trivia track. And I found this out because I was trying to navigate an Austin Powers DVD so I could hear the commentary and because I wanted to know the thought process behind Goldmember. Anyway, uh, last unopened movie. I think Molly has seen this one, so I don't know why she has an unopened DVD of it. It's a Blu-ray. American History X. I have seen it. I haven't wanted to watch it since then because I saw it, but I wanted to have it in case I did want to watch it. Um, no, what happened was I bought that movie because they were showing it to me in my sociology uh, class, my intro to sociology. 
And um, they ended the movie before it was over because we ran out of time. And so I was like, oh, I'll watch this movie on my own. And then I was like, I can't find this anywhere. So then I bought the movie, but then I caught the end of it actually on TV before uh, I uh, before you had a chance had to watch a chance it. to watch it. So it's just kind of there. I'll watch it someday, but it's uh it's a rough one. If I don't bring these DVDs back in like the next twenty minutes, I'm never gonna remember to move them I know, from this I was table. Just gonna say when you got them, they're you gonna put sit them back. here for a long time. We anyway, stack of DVDs on this table for forever. We did because they aren't mine. They're Ryan's friend James. The uh, the Aquaman Blu-ray is still on top of that tiny TV in the corner that yeah. we have. There's a tiny old. So is like, the VHS case of I believe clones. No, that's not clones. That's um the droids. Droids. That's what droids, I meant. Yeah. I said clones. Um, I I meant droids. And then an old Batman eighty nine DVD. But yeah, those are all sitting on top of a tiny TV because one night I had a project to finish and I had to stay up to like five in the morning. So I just wanted movies to watch in the background because I was sick of listening to podcasts. And uh, I it rarely happens. At the time, I didn't have any audiobooks to listen to, so I just you know I I figured oh, I'll put on some movies and I watched Aquaman. Aquaman is a great background movie. I started crying. I had no idea that TV still worked, and I'd like the to be. VCR doesn't work. When the he DVD said a does. small TV, it is not the the six by six, six inch. I can't say that TV. Um, this is a so why do you one. keep fucking chatting? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, Veggie Tales. Um, Veggie the Jonah Tales. commentary. Please check it out. It's yeah. hysterical. Um, it's one of my favorite things. Yeah. It brings me so much joy. We laughed so hard at it. The next day we watched it again. We really we did. Really did. It, we we couldn't believe what we were hearing. It, we felt like it was a fever dream. It so we laughed so it was like those genuine belly laugh out loud laughs. Yeah. I'm had. honestly thinking about watching it again right I now. I know, now that we're talking about it. At any rate, VeggieTales was weird. It was an odd cultural touchstone, and it is oddly well-remembered. Because like, if you bust out a VeggieTales reference, I feel like people know what you're saying. But at the same time, I feel like if you started to get specific, they'd look at you weird. Yeah. Except, again, if this one guy, he also he was also real into the... Um, the Daniel, oh no, what we, we gonna, gonna do? do? The, the king, king likes Daniel more than me and you. Oh no, what we gonna do? We gotta get him out of here. But boom, boom, boom. We could drown him in the ocean. We could let him rot in jail. Dark. Yeah. Dark. A little. Um, Great, great songs. Great yeah, jams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, let me think. I want to think of some of my favorites just to throw out there. So the thing about VeggieTales is it was popular enough and funny enough that yeah. they actually put out a movie. One of the movies was not a Bible story that they did or yeah. a, a moral story. It was just a compilation VHS tape of the silly songs. It yeah. was the silly song. The ultimate silly song countdown. It was no, the top 10. What? That is, it's not that oh, one. I'm sorry. I misspoke. It's another one. Uh, I and think... I'm Mr. Spoke. No, maybe it's not. Is the Silly Song Countdown? No. There's one where like Larry is like losing his memory or something. I misspoke. Mrs. Spoke was my mother. Fuck. Now I can't remember. But they did. Okay. Let's, I would let's never forget fuck that. Now Throw I that one remember. out. He's a they real did pig. make a musical countdown, much like Phineas and Ferb did eventually. Um, yeah. This okay. is such an interesting tangent. You've My point was on. just that it was popular enough that they made a compilation of songs, possibly twice, um, of this. Danny's looking at me like he hates me. No, I'm looking. I was doing a depressed guy. I was oh. swirling my drink oh, around. Oh, depression. Looking at the real, um, real thing here. Um, 
real thing here. What are you even saying? I have to watch what I say about that, you know? Oh, about 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 my my life and my experiences yeah. and how I spend every day in a in a little a little despair pit yep. that I drag myself out of. You do. And I'm proud of you for dragging yourself out. Go beef yourself. <laughs> um <laughs> And just like that, out of the Let's pit, see, baby. You got any more? What, what was some of your favorites? I am so done talking about Benjamin. <laughs> Jeez, what are some of your favorites? I really well. Okay, some of my favorites. I loved Madame Blueberry because I, I, the thing that bugged me about VeggieTales was that there were like no girls and and facts. When I was a little boy, and the only girl was Laura, and she was a fucking bitch. Fuck Laura. The carrot. She, was she supposed to be like the girl from fucking Little House on the Prairie, Laura Ingalls Wild or whatever? Because she, honest to God, had like a little House on the Prairie vibe. She, but did, the, but she, was, a she was like the daughter carrot. There was like an older carrot who had like a mustache, whatever. The point is, there were no girls. And when I was a kid, and still to this day, kind of, I always related better to women than I did to men. Hashtag daddy issues. And I just always like, it, like you know, when I would watch Batman, I, I loved the episodes that had Batgirl in it because like she was cool. You know, Batman was was cool and all but he was no bad girl you know um i i was like obsessed with the pink power ranger and then of course you're a little boy and people look at you funny because society is closed-minded and and you, you try to steal your sister's barbies and she yells at you and you're like no i just need a mary jane for spider-man to talk to because spider-man's not interesting if there's no mary jane we've talked about the sexist world of toys before check out our episode on it if you haven't already wink wink please listen to episode eight of the pants are too tight the sexist world of toys slash updates Good work. Anyway, the point anyway. is, uh, I always related better to girls, and so that was my big block with VeggieTales, was that there just like wasn't any girls. Like, Bob and Larry were fine. Yeah. And those little French peas, those were funny. They were little peas. Oh my god, these French. French peas. But their voices were pitched I love up, them. so they had all a rasp. It was cute. What's the... I, uh... Um, Keep walking. Well, yeah, no, I'm trying to think of the line. It's like... You stupid little somethings, they say. Uh, Ooh, it's so know. good. I can't you think of stupid it. little astro droid. That's something from like Star that. Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. I'm Bob something or other. You're watching NBC SmackDown. But perhaps you're in the hot, hot sun. Perhaps you're dehydrated. I love that line. Oh. Well, the point is... I fucked it up, but I love that line. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, anyway, the point is, I, Madame I, Blueberry. I, Madame Blueberry was great because she was a a comedic character, mm -hmm. as opposed to the other female characters on Veggie Tales were never funny. No. And it's that classic like comedy trope of like women don't get to be funny. And yeah. I always hated that as a kid, and I hate it now. Like uh, the Lego Batman movie is great. I think the Lego Batman movie is a perfect movie, except. That girl's whole personality is, what are you saying? That's not even a thing. Which is the worst comedy character, but it's every comedy character right now. Watch a modern comedy and count the number of times somebody says, that's not even a thing. Or someone goes, what? To a joke. Now, I don't know about you, but there's nothing funny to me about someone going, that's not even a thing. It drives me nuts. I hate it. Just every, like, in commercials, that's not how this works. That's not even a thing. Ugh, yeah, I repulsive. don't notice this as much as Danny, but, that but is I know the, it bothers him. That is literally, at the end of the Lego Batman movie, he's talking about, like, I'm afraid of snake clowns, which is a callback to earlier. And then she goes, like, what? Did you just put clown wigs on snakes? That's crazy. Like, Le Lego Batgirl gets no personality outside of I'm tough, 
because that's all we let women do in comedies. Meanwhile, you know, the Joker is like a, a heartbroken, lovesick puppy and Batman is an egomaniac and Alfred is a is a parrot with an out of control teenager and Robin is a gosh golly G orphan. Everybody gets a comedic personality. But even in that, in that movie, even Harley Quinn has no personality. She's just kind of a supportive girlfriend to the Joker. Meanwhile, original Harley Quinn from the, the Batman cartoon is like the funniest character on the show. She's wacky. She has bits, but she also has depth. She has sadness. Point is, <laughs> VeggieTales did the same thing a lot, where it's, it's like Junior Asparagus has a mom. I don't know her name. I don't know her personality. Her personality is that she doesn't have one, actually. She is the mom. Yeah. Junior Asparagus's father is sometimes portrayed as like a reverend. Sometimes, but he he's funny. He's a goof, and I love yeah. him. So, I mean, so is Archibald Asparagus. The Archibald the dude. Asparagus was like, Danny. Think about like it. Like, if Danny was... was anyone. Let's all go to Miniva. Where's my water buffalo? I don't have a water buffalo. Archibald the Asparagus is this, like, he's the rule follower who's, like, always making sure that they're following, like, the production rules and of what they have to say. He's he's a fun uh, little narc him. I, I like him. Um, Madam Blueberry, though. Oh, yes. So, like I said, uh, there's so many characters on VeggieTales who are just like, you know, like, I'm the girl. Same thing with that, that girl carrot, Laura. She's just... The girl. She's such a bitch is what she oh, is. Geez. But she, I hate Laura. There's very rarely a, a, a funny female character, but Madame Twippo, Blueberry. Twippo, I want to go see Twippo. <laughs> That's Laura in uh, Jonah. Yeah, but the point is, uh, uh, there's very few funny female characters. Madame Blueberry was a, a comedic character. She was a like, very hysterical blueberry. She was always weird. She had like personality flaws. She was materialistic, and that was she her shopping undoing. Addiction. She had a shopping addiction, and, and her materialistic nature was her undoing because she lived up in a tree, and she filled her house with so many precious bits and From baubles. From the stuff mark. That she uh, destroyed her home because it fell out of the tree. But like Madame Blueberry, yeah, like that's a funny character. That's something. Later on, they introduced this uh, female character whose name I can't remember. She was like Larry's She's like girlfriend. like a princess, I think. She was always Larry's girlfriend. In the Indiana Jones parodies they would do, she was the Marion Ravenwood type. She was, she was just like the girl. She's newer. She's a relatively newer character. But here's the thing. She wasn't funny either. Like, Bob and Larry are a comedic duo. They're Laurel and Hardy. One of them is, they're both kind of dumb, but one of them is smart, the other one's stupid, you know? But they're both goofballs, right? You know, Junior Asparagus is kind of the straight man. He's just a little impressionable boy, you know? But, like, the old grandpa grape is, like, a, a grandpa. He's a, he's a wacky old man. Jimmy uh, Gord is is another idiot. A lot of them were just dumb now that I think about it. Maybe yeah. VeggieTales wasn't so richly comedic. But the point is, they all got to be, like, funny things. And then the girls were always just kind of like, I'm a girl. And that is so often the case in comedies. And, and, and VeggieTales is not the cause, but it is a symptom of the overall disease of not letting women uh, be funny, um, which is a shame, you know, that, that and especially in animation. Like, look at something like Phineas and Ferb, which I do recommend for, like, just unironic adult viewing. Phineas and Ferb is very funny. Within Phineas and Ferb, yeah, their mom is kind of a straight man type. She's a more serious character, but she's the straight man in a comedic duo with Candace, who's a very funny, interesting female character who's a lot more than a stereotype. Uh, we have this group of, of Girl Scout-esque characters, the Fireside Girls, who all have kind of a comedic bit to them, the comedic bit being that they are a paramilitary organization. Isabella has, has jokes. She has a well-rounded personality. So, you know, that's a show where, like, yeah, the, the women are not 
outright comedic stereotypes the way the the men kind of are. But Phineas and Ferb are sort of the most straightforward, normal characters on the show, despite being geniuses. They're just kind of happy people, you know. Mm -hmm. And then the women really do get to carry a lot of the comedy. That's something that is very much missing in comedy and especially in animation. And I think that that was... Especially in It provides me a little bit of a block with VeggieTales. It, that's definitely there. By the way, the love interest of Larry, mm-hmm. uh, Petunia Rhubarb, her name. Doesn't roll off the tongue. No. But I like it. I would name my daughter Petunia Rhubarb if you gave me a nickel. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... I don't I was never really a big fan of Madame Blueberry personally. Really? Um, my favorite is Larry. He can't not be. He's too funny. Um, and I personally really do like Junior Asparagus's father. Yes, and you do hate women, so that um, helps. yes, no. Um, there there wasn't really many women to like in Veggie Tales. That's what I'm saying. Um, Junior Asparagus is of course. Do you have by like a, a favorite? So was Madame Blueberry like one of your favorite like movies of it mm, then or uh, no? I remember like wanting to watch it more often than I got to. I feel like maybe we broke that VHS tape or something. Something I do think happened to There that. was some reason why I couldn't watch Madame Blueberry over again, but I also, I, my favorite was Larry Boy because it was a superhero. It was as simple as that. It was just... Larry Boy, quite similar to uh, um the uh, the Little Shop of Horrors with yeah, the giant plant that is horrible and evil. The rumor weed is a woman, I think. Yes, she is. Yeah, she got... I'm the rumor weed. She had kind of uh, like Joan Rivers talks. features, I feel like they yes. were going for with her. Yes, Which makes sense because Joan Rivers did like gossipy columns and stuff but um not columns like roman the columns, heaviest like accent this weed she said the line a tiny little story that's how she says it and i'm not exaggerating at all um love it larry boy is a classic it's probably one of the most famous of the veggie tale movies i'd say because it's a superhero and kids love superheroes that was a big one for me as a kid i think my favorite was definitely the chocolate factory and here's why we did not own the Chocolate Factory we one. Didn't? I think I saw it on TV on Easter or we rented it yeah. or something. And I loved it because the, the image of the Chocolate Factory was very cool to me. This whole yeah. like machinery that they had. And I liked the, the song. The yeah. You know, we work real hard at the Chocolate Factory. We already sang it. It's catchy. It was in my head and I really liked that one. Yeah. But I didn't get to see it all that much. Um, So I think it still holds a place in you my heart because of that. You mean to tell me you boys don't want to work in my factory? That's my, crazy. My big beef with this is I like the song yeah. that uh, that Mr. Nezer sings. What um, was the song? Refresh it's my the Bad Bunny, and it's all about like eat chocolate and like oh. be bad yeah, and yeah. work hard and like lie to your parents and all of these things. <laughs> lie to your parents, but they wouldn't release that song on the Veggie Tales yeah. soundtrack. So they have him sing a different song, and then they still have in the background the backup singers are still oh. singing the bad things, and he's like. You're gonna have to do the voice. I can't do it. Like, oh no, Brush girls! Your teeth. Like, no, girls, no! I don't want to do that anymore. Like, oh boy, it's like, well, like please. He does, he does turn good at the end. Yeah, so it's it's that, and I enjoy girls. That, that was one of my favorites. Um, I I don't know. I really like them I, all. Can I tell you? Go ahead. What my least favorite was? Okay. Now, obviously, I did not watch the modern spin of Veggie Tales because I am a grown adult mm-hmm. and I have other stuff to do. Uh, also don't want to be preached at necessarily but yeah i can take a little preaching i watch lame is um you know but uh and the movie gravity which was way more jesus than i remembered i mean although that's just like vague spiritualism they have buddha in it the point is molly um least favorite. my least favorite was and this is going to be controversial for you because i feel like you loved this one. Oh boy uh it was the christmas special where there there's a toy named buzzy i think 
and he is a little man. He's not a toy of a vegetable. He's a no. toy of a human man. But everybody wants to give out this toy for Christmas, and he's a dangerous toy with a buzzsaw for an arm. Yeah. And I feel like Mr. Nezer might also be the bad guy. He in this is. One. He runs the toy factory there, I believe. I I'll be with you on this. I don't like that one, and it was one oh, okay. that we saw a lot as a kid. We had the tape. But then, like once we stopped, we stopped mm-hmm. and never went back to that one because it wasn't. Yeah. It just there was something missing from it, but it's an iconic image in my mind. I think the song in that one might be the one with the vet, where Larry's a veterinarian. That could be. I believe that is the yodeling veterinarian. I can't say the yodeling veterinarian of the Alps. Yeah, which is a hysterical song, and I love that bit. But don't worry, it's on the silly song uh, (sighs) collection, so you don't have to watch the buzzy one. I wasn't worried anyway. Well, you should have been. It's a great song, the yodeling veterinarian of the Alps. It's not as good as the one where he goes to therapy and he's talking about how he bit. He loves his lips. Yeah. I love my lips. Yeah, that's a good one, which is funny because they don't even have lips. That's what's the joke. Yeah. He does not Anyway, have the lips. point is, folks, um, we have a lot of fond memories of VeggieTales. We have some confused memories of VeggieTales, and everyone who has memories of VeggieTales seems to lack the memory of it being super David Jesus-y. and Goliath. That was always one of my favorites. Hated it because Goliath was a scary pickle monster. He was scary. It, is like, he the same? Really scary. Is he the same as the monster? No, he's not. Because in the fr- I was thinking in the very first VeggieTales, mm-hmm. which is called Where's God When I'm S-S-S-Scared. You um, were lying in your bed. This is when they have weird please voices stop. and Bob is a lot more whiny and he sounds like this. Yeah, well, that one is about how Jesus will comfort you and you're scared. Um, God is bigger than, than the, the boogeyman. He's, He's bigger, bigger than Godzilla or the monsters, monsters on TV. TV. Yeah, that yes. one came out God right get out the gate with the, the God man. stuff. Well, that was yeah. That was that, well, that was the first one. They yeah. had to let people know. Um, but yeah, at any rate, uh, I, I was thinking that he was the same monster. Goliath was the same monster as that, but it's not because in that it's like Frankenstein and he's made out of celery. Yeah, yeah. he's the uh, he's the one from the the yodeling veterinarian of the album. Yeah, I was guys. thinking of the, uh, the the in David and Goliath. Goliath is this big pickle that they use in some other short as well. Yeah, and he's just like a big pickle, and I think he talks like Rocky. He talks I like very this. I thought he had like a Sylvester Stallone. I thought he was like this. Yeah, he sounds. Did yeah. I imagine that? But I liked that one a lot, and because it, it was, I was a kid, and it was yeah. about like you know being little, like with, little people know. It was when very much fight, little people from we like made the easy pickings, but we got some as a, a small so person. That's Danny's like I said, performance. I, I watched Linda's, yeah. Yeah, but I liked that one. I always thought that was cute. Not the movie. Enjoyed it. I Don't think we also owned that one. I probably liked anyone that we owned, if we're being honest. Uh, but Jonah, Jonah's a classic. And then I only saw the pirate spinoff of Jonah once. It's good, but the real beauty of that is the song that goes over the credits, as I mentioned earlier. Um, <laughs> Veggie Tales. Yeah, look... It'll always be one of those things that I have some kind of intrinsic love for. I do have a lot of nostalgia for VeggieTales, and I I do think that history will not be unkind to VeggieTales. I don't think it'll ever be looked at badly, and I certainly don't look at it badly. I mean, look, I'm not, uh, for personal reasons, I'm not crazy about religious education among children. I think that faith is something you either have or you don't have, and you can't make someone believe something because it's just intrinsic. You either believe it or you don't. Molly believes it. I don't, and that's fine because I can't make myself believe something and i think that's the way the world works however i do think that there is something a little 
creepy about showing a kid a video where a tomato looks at them and says, <laughs> God loves you. Like it's a little, it's just, it's on the, it's on yeah. the cusp. It's not as bad as some of the other cartoons they showed us in like CCD. I remember during Easter mass, we, all the kids had to leave. Yeah. And I don't remember why. That was Palm Sunday actually. Oh, okay. Well, whatever it was, we had to leave yeah. the thing. And this was one of the few times I ever went to church. I didn't go to like I've been to church like what ten times. I don't know when you went. Not a lot. The point is, I've I very rarely went to church. I've never been to temple or anything, and and so um, all the kids. When had would to... you have gone to temple? I don't know. Sunday. When do they go? Saturday. The point is, that was Saturday. a joke. That was a joke. The point is, uh, they they um they took all the kids out and they made us go sit in the office and watch an animated version of the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus. I think. I don't remember why. It was the story of, it started on Palm Sunday. This is Sunday, the story of a girl. Oh, and Jesus rode into town, and it was just the story of, you know, yeah. it is the, the passion of the Christ for children. Um, no, that one was weird. I hated that. That was not a good film, and it was fucking boring because there weren't jokes. Um, and I am a little bit scarred from Judas in that film. But VeggieTales, while I think it is religious, obviously, I don't think that it is religious in a damaging way like a lot of people that i know like feel weird about the fact that like they were shown this as kids and they are a little like why was i watching these religious videos and like you know like they didn't know and they're like was i brainwashed but like i don't think that like there was really a negative from this because it was like if you believed in god cool and if you didn't like you probably didn't clock it all that much felt it just to me personally i i feel a little icky about it but at the same time I understand that it's an entire culture, and in that culture of being religious, you you transfer your beliefs to your kids because you want to raise them right Mm -hmm. and everything. I just wish that religious people could sort of see outside themselves. And this is way too heavy for the VeggieTales episode. This is way too heavy for VeggieTales. But I wish religious people could sort of see outside themselves and recognize a greater humanity and go, well, if my kid says they don't believe, I can't make them. But that's the thing all religious people stumble with. When I quit... CCD. Mm-hmm. Uh, our mom was fine with it because she doesn't really give a shit about anything. But like our our dad, like spent like a good like two hours trying to argue with me, and like I was just like at, at the end of all of it, I was just like, but I just don't like you. Just can't make me right. And eventually, our mom was just like, you can't make the boy. <laughs> he's not. A, he's you can't make him. Well, I think for you, it was a little odd because of the fact that like. Oh, I was Danny super was Jesus-y. so religious. There was a like, year Danny there. Danny was this child who was just very religious. He would like I built fight a... to be the one to say like the prayer before dinner. Yes. I one year I I was so religious when I this was like but this was this like a was phase. Like, it, it, was a phase. <laughs> it was one year and then I got burnt out. I was like this CCD <laughs> he used homework. All his Jesus CCD energy. homework on top of regular homework. I'm not gonna do it. No, but I I, I got so Jesusy for like a year. I built. Uh, the the Lego <laughs> nativity and they put it up in the little like church building for a month or like all, for all of December they put up my little Lego nativity. I didn't and know I was they so did proud. that. I just yeah, knew we was... had it under our tree. No, because we always felt weird because like we didn't have a nativity, but it yeah. was like we went to CCZ and everyone talked about the nativity and we yeah. were like, why don't we have one? And then I, well, it's because one. we kept it for like we didn't break it down into oh. pieces. And then I just wanted my Lego guys back, and I was like, I mom, I got to take this apart. And she's like, okay, I don't really care. I just put it up because I thought it was. Yeah. Cute. You're like nine and you built something. I was definitely, that was like third grade, something like that. Point is, um, <clears throat> well, yeah, I just feel like 
I just, I'm just saying in general, I just wish religious people had that ability to go like, you can't make someone believe. Well, that's, and that's my, always as a religious person, that's my biggest frustration is like, you can't make somebody believe something because if you were able to do that, that just completely like undermines your belief. You know, it's like if your whole religion is based upon faith and having faith, how can you sit there and be like, I have to convince all of these people to have faith that like, you can't do that. And if everyone just did, it wouldn't make your faith special. So question mark there. I that, I like VeggieTales, though, because of the fact that I do feel like a religious parent could show that to their kids because they're like, oh, like this is showing my kids good morals and whatever. And I don't think that it comes off in a super brainwashy way because we can watch plenty of movies that mention God and these things. And it's like, all right. I don't think that there is a lot of them out there. Yes. Let me be clear about one thing. Very brainwashy. I do not want to sound intolerant of of religion. Obviously, I I put up with Molly. So yeah, you know. no, but I, I just want to say that I have no problem with a movie being Jesus-y. Like Les Mis is a, is a story where the happy ending is just heaven. Yeah. Like that's literally it. But, but uh, you know, what I do mind is movies where they're kind of actively anti disagreement, right. which is like, there's a great horror movie called don't breathe. One of the scariest movies I've ever seen. I refuse to go see it. I can't believe one of, you hates horror movies. One of the most, well, that. I was dragged there by, uh, by, uh, by an ex girlfriend of mine. And, um, She's not a gourd or an onion, but you know, a little vegetable-y. No, uh, I'm- I'm Squash. <laughs> Honestly, in VeggieTales, when they re- when they needed a new character, they would just make them a squash. They would make them a they squash. Like, that was always the go-to, and I was like, why? That's not what I think of when I think of I think because there's so many kinds. Or vegetables. There were some fruit. Like, the grandpa was a grape, well, and they would call him Madam Blueberry. Madam Blueberry. Bob the tomato. Tomatoes are fruit. The point is- um, <clears throat> I was dragged to this movie by an ex-girlfriend and I, I like was so angry at her for so long for doing this. I was like, why would you take me? And she was like, I don't know. It's a scary movie. I thought you thought that's what boys do. Like, you know, you take a boyfriend to a scary movie. It's a scary movie. And I was like, no, don't ever take me to a scary movie. I was so upset. And I like literally like, I don't want to talk to you for the next like 24 hours. I did not talk to this girl for so long because I was so traumatized by this fucking movie. Mm. Point is. At the end of the movie, the bad guy does a speech. He's got like a bunch of crosses on his wall and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's he's doing his evil villain monologue as he is about to do the most disgusting thing in the world. I will not describe it on this podcast. It is so nasty. He's describing his like motivation. And he's like, my daughter died years ago, you see. And, and then I stopped believing in God. And when a man stops believing in God, he is capable of anything. And then he's about to do this horrible, horrible, disgusting thing that I don't want to talk about on the podcast. Horrible. It involves... Some, don't talk about it. It involves some frozen sperm and a turkey baster. Point is... <laughs> yeah. Point <laughs> is... No, yeah, that's the appropriate reaction. That's what I did in the theater. But literally out loud in the theater, he went, when a man doesn't believe in God, he's capable of terrible things. Out loud in the theater, I went, fuck you. And I didn't realize I said it out loud until the girl that I used to date, she like like, smacked my arm. She was like, we're in a movie. And I was like, what? (laughs) Did I say me out loud? (laughs) I just out loud went, fuck you. Because it's so stupid. It's like so many people are not religious and right. so many people who are religious are not your kind of religious what buddhists don't necessarily believe in god they believe in reincarnation they believe that buddha the buddha was was a was a being who was wise but not necessarily a deity 
Are Buddhists out um, there killing people with turkey basters full of semen? I'm just going to say it. And as a religious person, I can say it. You know, religion is creepy. And you know that it's creepy because it's in so many fucking horror movies. Like, there are so many horror movies that are, like, Catholic-based around, like, or they have this creepy scene of prayers. I mean, technically, it's probably because there's, like, possession and things like that in, you know, know, the religion. But, like, the fact that that there's the tie just shows you the creepiness that's in it. I just fucking wish that one, just, there's so many movies about exorcisms. And it's like, we did The Exorcist, we didn't need more. But there's a lot of movies that are like, The Exorcism of Molly Brown, or fucking whatever. Molly Brown was the woman in the Titanic. Thank you. And Molly Brown was the girl in the Titanic. The point is, Kathy Bates, the point is, from The Late Shift, the point is, uh, I just once would like to see an exorcism movie Mm -hmm. where uh, (laughs) where it's a lie. Where, where the prayer, where the answer is not praying, where the answer is just like this girl is having a spasm. That's we need to take her to a that hospital. That episode of Psych. Okay. There's also that episode of Criminal Minds. Psych is the best show I've ever seen in my life. Psych. Okay, I have a crazy story. Okay, so I have a crazy story. Crazy story. So this past weekend, um, I went this past weekend to go do a rope course. Um, it was outside. You know, masks were worn, social distancing, all that fun stuff. Um, I went to go do a rope course. Um, which I unfortunately was unable to uh, complete because I am really out of shape and I was dehydrated and all, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, but I went to go. And this guy who's like checking our registration form and giving us like the wristbands, he just out of nowhere, literally nowhere was like, I just started watching this new show, Psych, and I really love it. And I was like, or he's like, my new favorite show is the show Psych. Something like that. It was so out of nowhere. And I was like, that's like my favorite show. And I was so confused. And I'm like, yeah. why did he, he didn't say anything fun and like relatable to any person who came before us? And then randomly I walked up and he said that. And I like looked at myself like, do I have something psych really on? Nothing except my tattoo, which you couldn't see. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? It was Molly so has weird. a psych tattoo. It's just a pineapple. If you ever need to identify Molly's corpse. Yeah. She has a psych themed tattoo. Um, but yeah. Real quick, before we end today's show. Mm-hmm. I would like to say that Molly, when we were younger, uh, only by a year or two, because that's when she got the tattoo, um, she asked me, she said, Danny, you're an artist. You do drawings. Would mm-hmm. you please design my tattoo? Which is the sweetest thing you can ask any artist. A friend of mine named Severio designed this one tattoo, and like seven people got it, because the it was like a tattoo to commemorate this big road trip all these people had gone on. And it, it was so touching. And it's the nicest thing in the world you can ask an artist. And I looked, my dear sweet sister, who I love more than anything in the world, who is mm-hmm. my, my best friend, I looked Molly in the eye, and I said, fuck no. And she went, whoa, what? And I went, I will not draw your tattoo it's gonna be on you forever i'm gonna hate it and then it'll be my fault that you have a bad drawing on you and so kids don't let self-loathing stop you from living your dreams so i settled with danny just drawing a tattoo on my body as a (laughs) model to see if i actually wanted the tattoo (laughs) yeah i just drew on my sharpie yeah um my last thoughts on veggie tales um still going yeah was this three hours yeah actually um no so no Um, I just wanted to say that I think that it's lovely. I think it's like this little time capsule of the early 2000s, like late 90s, early 2000s that, um, I hope remains there forever. Yeah. Um, I do. I am really curious what future generations will think of it. Um, I am a little torn because I do want to show it to my kids. Yeah. Because I do think it's funny. And I think it's like a non-invasive way to be like, this is what I believe. You don't have to believe it. But this is what I believe. 
But I you know, I'm like a way, little torn. The way you torn. do it is you lay out a Bible, a Torah, you lay out the Quran, and you, see you which lay one out. They crawl there? Yeah, and you just see which one they crawl to. <laughs> That's how you pick let, your let me be clear. Yeah. I would fully support and bring out and have them watch any other religion's veggie tales. Like if someone out there wants to make the Jewish veggie tales, the um Islam veggie tales, yeah. like I the the Buddhism veggie tales, I'll I'll show them. I'll watch it. Oh, Buddhism veggie tales is Phineas and Ferb because that is a universe that is fully zen. That's pretty zen. Where you are rewarded for being chill, but if you're stressed like Candace and you're focused on materialism, mm. screw you. But if you're just happy and you're at peace How with yourself. Deep. So deep. There's a video essay called Phineas and Ferb's Holistic Universe, which is all about how Phineas and Ferb is just, you know, it, uh, a holistic world is a world where things sort of fall into place naturally. There was a, mm. a TV show about a, well, it was a series of books originally called mm -hmm. like the, the Holistic Detective Agency. It was a whole thing. It's the guy who wrote... Um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Douglas Adams. Point mm -hmm. is, uh, Phineas and Ferb is Buddhism, and it's good for adults. VeggieTales is Jesus, and, uh, you know, it was fun when we were kids, and uh, I'd say there's still some redeeming value to it. Now, please seek out the DVD commentary to Jonah, a VeggieTales movie. Yes. Molly and I are going to, well, she's probably going to go to bed. I'm going to cry and watch that VeggieTales commentary. Let me tell you right now, folks. I want to stay up and watch it with you now, but I have a work in the morning. <laughs> some of us are poor. Um... But yeah, VeggieTales commentary. That's the little nugget that we were yeah. really obsessed with. That's what we came here to spread the news about. Um, please tweet us, follow us on Instagram, comment on our Instagram post, DM us on either place, you know, tag us in all your stuff. Let us know what you thought about this episode. Let us know what your thoughts on VeggieTales are. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite song? Do you have a least favorite? Do you feel you are brainwashed? Like... Do you also love Madame Blueberry? Do you believe in life after love? Do you believe in life after love? Um, Do you believe in life after love? Have you listened love? to the commentary? If you listen to the commentary, because you heard this podcast, make sure you tag us in your tweet, Instagram post, or Reddit post, whatever you want about the commentary. I am. Thank us for bringing that joy into your life. Hey, I'm turning down the volume on Molly's microphone. They're not going to hear you say that. Um, no, I just wanted to say, folks, I'll turn your mic back on. I'm sorry. I thought it would be funny, but it, you you stopped talking as I did it, so it, no one could really tell. Okay, look, um, thanks, everybody, for showing up. Uh, it's good to see you all. I'm doing great. Nobody ask about me. Uh, I'm going to go uh, 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 crawl into a bottle of Diet Coke. Um, <clears throat> listen, I want you to love yourself out there, whoever you are, people. Be good. Be kind to each other. And listen to my hit cover of Mr. Lunt's love song, Cheeseburger. At any rate, folks, it's been a good time. Please do not listen back to this podcast and listen to how many times we said, but the point is, because I feel like we said it about 800 fucking times. We? You mean you. It's your catchphrase. You did it before, too, you son of a bitch. All right, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy good night. his cheeseburger. Back for you. Because he loves you cheeseburger with all his heart And there ain't nothing gonna tear you two apart And if the world suddenly ran out of cheese He would get down on his hands and knees To see if someone accidentally dropped some cheese in the dirt And he would wash it up for you, wipe it up for you Clean that dirty cheese up just for you You are his cheese burger.